Coming up on HIGMT, more Model Ys have been spotted at Gigafactory Shanghai, another update from Ryan Shaw and his Model Y, Mustang Mach-E versus Model Y comparisons, and the price per kilowatt hour reaches an important milestone. Welcome to How I Got My Tesla, the podcast of indeterminate length for Saturday, December 19th, 2020, episode 21 in Ottawa, Ontario. I'm Matt Wilson. Let's start off with a few Tesla things you should know. This week we have several posts regarding the Made in China Model Y, and the first two come from Tesserati.com. Tesla's Gigapress machines at Gigafactory Shanghai appear to be working, as can be seen in recent drone videos. Several castings for what appears the Model Y were recently discovered around the Gigafactory. There's also footage of Tesla's continued expansion at Gigafactory Shanghai for what many are indicating for a Phase 3 expansion. Reports also indicate that Tesla will set up 8 Gigapress machines at Gigafactory Berlin, hinting at the widespread use of the one-piece castings across the company's lineup in the near future. And another Tesla Model Y made in China variant was recently spotted at the test site near Gigafactory Shanghai. Another bar chart race has been made available by Twitter user Tesla Owners Mexico and written up by Tesserati.com. Previously, I noted a bar chart race in episode 14 where EV sales were tracked since 2010. This time around, we took a look at Tesla's overall value, compared it against the most valued automobile companies from around the world. Now, it should be noted that Tesla's valuation has been problematic for quite some time, with some repeatedly indicating that Tesla might be overvalued by quite a lot. So although the chart race would appear that Tesla has skyrocketed to the top in a short amount of time, uh, perspective should be given to the data actually pointing to this trend. Tesla announced it will shut down its Model S and Model X production lines for 18 days starting towards the end of December at its Fremont facility. It is thought that Tesla would retool production lines for refreshed Model S and Model X during this announced shutdown. Sales for the Tesla's premier vehicles have somewhat stalled over the past few years while Tesla has concentrated its efforts on the Model 3 and Model Y. Tesla has shut down production lines in the past, but the 18-day shutdown is being marked as somewhat unusual, even for Tesla. Tesla employees have been given working options during the shutdown time, including working elsewhere within the facility, taking vacation, and other paid leave arrangements. The highly anticipated Ford Mustang Mach-E, currently in production and scheduled to begin deliveries this month, has many people wondering how it stacks up against the Tesla Model Y. For quite some time, we've seen Model Y versus Mach-E showdowns, but InsideEVs.com goes beyond the surface level, and these two EVs might be more similar than you think. Both vehicles are part of an emerging electric crossover segment, so check out the really long article from the show notes below. Uh, Inside EVs compares the two vehicles across several categories, including selling process, design, software updates, self-drive features, and charging network. Now, for me, the Mach-E will probably be the alternate to any other Tesla that I could possibly get in the uh, in the near future. Um, I think the Mustang Mach-E compares well to the Model Y, and it is at a definite lower price point than Tesla's offerings. But, um, you know, the whole purpose of this podcast and this story is to see how, just how uh, I actually get myself into a Model Y. The, the Mach-E, uh, you know, I've seen those around town. Uh, people are driving them. Um, you know, it, it's a sharp-looking vehicle, and I'm sure it performs uh, very well. I'm not exactly sure what the range is. Uh, based on whatever battery technology that you're using is probably quite a bit, uh, I think the range is probably going to be a, quite a bit lower 
than the uh, Model Y. But I have to check into that. But more importantly, what really um, what what really has me wondering is if you were to purchase or lease a, a Mach E from Ford, what is the expected uh, maintenance interval for that vehicle? Because as we all know, Teslas they're very rarely in the shop for any maintenance whatsoever. Uh, you know, the, the money that you save by not having to go through oil changes and constant maintenance of an internal combustion engine, you know, that's money saved and put in your pocket. So when Ford releases a Mach-E, they are basically telling the service department that, okay, yeah, you're no longer required for this, uh, for this type of vehicle. Um, now that's if, the Mach-E actually has the same type of reliability that uh, most Teslas do. Um, but I, I really wonder what the service interval is like for the all-electric Mach-E from Ford. Um, you know, the last thing I would want to see or even hear from Ford is telling uh, them telling me every six months, you know, oh, you have to come in and we have to, you know, condition your battery every six months at a cost of, you know, $250. Like, no, that that kind of stuff just does not interest me at all. So, um, although you know the the Maki, I think is an important step for Ford in electrification of their fleet. Uh, I'm still definitely pushing to get into a Tesla, just so that I can show dealerships here in town that you know I'm not going to play their game anymore. There is a better way of obtaining an electric vehicle that doesn't rely on the franchise model in dealerships. And I think Tesla has pretty much nailed that down. Plus, I want to be able to advocate uh, to my friends that, you know, buying an all-electric vehicle, whether it's a Tesla or something from Nissan or from Ford, you know, it's not as scary as um, as one might think, especially with uh, the given range that these new products are uh, promoting. It, it's, uh, I think, I think change is afoot, and I want to be part of that discussion to help people wean their way away from uh, traditional vehicles with internal combustion engines. Electric.co announced on Saturday that Tesla dealers now have been given the green light to throw in supercharging for free for a year for the purchase of any new car. Tesla specifically issued the following instructions. All undelivered Model 3 and Model Y vehicles, uh, which will be delivered by December 31st, will receive one year free supercharging. Um, this appears to be an on-again and off-again strategy for Tesla in the hopes to reach their 500,000 delivered vehicles for 2020. I personally thought that they should have made the free supercharging announcement after their third quarter results so that more new Tesla owners would have access to the free supercharging for one year. Tesla owner and YouTube influencer Ryan Shaw has posted more information regarding his Model Y and its cost. InsideEVs.com has a story and a link to his video, which is very comprehensive on just how much money Ryan has shelled out over the last nine months. Ryan has kept track of every expense to explain exactly what the Model Y cost him. He stated that he made the deposit of $10,000 and that he was not obliged to make. So far, he has paid around $16,000 in nine months and estimates that he will spend around $68,000 for his Model Y. And our last story this week comes again from Tesserati.com and from Bloomberg NEF's annual battery price survey. The results of the survey indicate that the prices for electric vehicle batteries have dropped from $1,100 per kilowatt hour in 2010 to around $100 per kilowatt hour. 
This is great news for any manufacturer of EVs as this price point is now in more in line with conventional vehicles with internal combustion engines, which means that more manufacturers will be entering into the EV space. Of course, they will probably be entering into the space at a distinct disadvantage compared to Tesla, who already has a huge lead in both manufacturing and technology. And stopping by again at Gigafactory Texas for an update, thanks again to Jeff Roberts and Joe Tegmeyer for their drone footage. The area surrounding the high-speed stamping plant has almost been completely backfilled, and more concrete columns, beams, and roof panels are now in place at the south end of Building 3 as contractors are moving their way north over the stamping plant. New perimeter wall footings are now being worked on along the east side of Building 3, and structural steel is progressing for Building 2, and new this week is structural steel being assembled for Building 1. Perimeter wall footings continuing along the west side of Building 1, and GeoPier work is progressing, but the end must be in sight as they progress southward. So definitely check out the uh, great drone footage uh, provided by Jeff and Joe. They, I think they go, uh, I think Jeff is there every day, and Joe... Uh, stops by every second day. So uh, amongst the, the two of those, you know, there's some really great footage of the activity of the construction site. And it's really amazing to see just how much uh, overall construction is uh, happening on the Megapad area where uh, buildings one, two, and three are going to be occupying. Well, that should pretty much do it for episode 21. If you're looking to purchase a new Tesla and you want 1,000 free supercharging miles, feel free to use my referral program link in the show notes below or head on over to ts.la slash Matthew 40942. My current friend is chatty, still chatty uh, from Tesla, and I don't have any new friends uh, according to my Tesla account, but that's all right. Uh, hashtag for this episode, let's try hashtag Giga Model Y. And the overall hashtag for this podcast is hashtag HIGMT. And if you have any feedback for me, feel free to throw me an email at howigotmytesla at gmail.com. And as always, you can watch my progress by visiting howigotmytesla.com. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram by simply searching for How I Got My Tesla. So thank you for listening. This podcast is produced by Matt Wilson and hosted by Squarespace. Music for this episode is Cascade by Cubby. 